Uh huh. Uh huh. I think it worked. All except the will part. Damn yes. this new Google thing. It's old Lang yes. Jingle those bells and deck those halls, ladies and gentlemen. It is coming up for Christmas. Yes. 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 Nailed it. Yes. Ten out of ten. Did it. It is almost Christmas time here. Around the world, all the holidays, wherever you are, all coming up to the end of Hanukkah. Mm. Yes, yes, indeed. Right. So, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in the Game on Play Itself podcast, where it is time for the games of the years, the whippies. As you saw that, I was hard, now I went floppy. <sighs> Just don't have to stay in power for the rest of the show. It just doesn't. I swear <laughs> that never happens. Not often, honestly. Let, let's see. Look, let's try it again. Right, stand up, you. Stay there. Right. I am Lab Team Maker on behalf of, of us. And this, alongside me, is Yoda Gems. Mm. Good morning. I would do a voice, but I have a little bit of a head cold, so my throat's a little sore. I'm just not, so I'm just not going to attempt it. Not going to, uh, not going to risk the going mute. Yeah, I wouldn't. Remember, full Yorkshire trader is not worth it most of the time. Mm. So it, it's the whippies. It's coming for the end of the year because next week is the end of the year. Oh yes! Oh, oh. Yeah, next week is the last week as the last show of the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got a couple of other things we need to discuss and talk about. One of them you may have heard about a little this week. So let's get on with those first. Before we get on to the fun stuff of the of the whippies, the whippy awards, because we have four awards to give out, plus for, a bunch of honorable honorable mentions, we'll probably discuss. Yeah, as well as possibly a Chris jumping in any time, any time during the show. So here we go then, Codemasters. You thought I was going off, didn't you? <laughs> Codemasters. I was running uh, away. Looking like it's going to. Be bought out by Electronic Arts for $1.2 billion. Oof, that's a lot of cash. Shows you how much that F1 IP is worth. Yep, because uh, the board of directors have already accepted the offer. Now they just have to wait on a shareholder vote, which, you know, shareholders, eh? <laughs> They're a card, which I've got a story about that after the show that you 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 look at and go, oh, oh, oh. So yeah, <laughs> speaking of shareholders, but yes, yeah, so the uh, GTA and Borderlands publishers Take Two were in talks with Codemasters um, for about one billion, but EA just went, oh no, we'll offer you more. So yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And the current shares are for Codemasters are around about £6.4p. But how does this, this this change things? We'll soon find out because now we, we've been playing a certain game from EA, uh, some Codemasters called Formula One. Do they make Sounds another like... game? Dirt, Dirt 5? Oh, Dirt Rally, a, probably. That was a steaming that... pile of shit I heard. And they have slightly mad studios, which did Project Cars Free, which also wasn't great, apparently. 
Oh god, I hope not Hussein. F on cards. No, just no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't want to know about that. So yeah, so what do you guys think of this one? The the one of the microtransaction kings trying to take him over. I'm sorry, but is is Jeff an ultra rare? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's on the sidelines. You can transfer him out between F1 and FIFA. <sighs> so yeah, so that that's um, that's that's news. Um, I, th I think. I mean, to be honest, I think this this is a transaction where they're like EA just goes, "This game prints money. We like money. Why don't we just buy this game and just have them keep doing that?" They did have the license out back in the early noughties, and then they lost it because their games weren't exactly great for Formula One. Yeah, I wa I watched Jimmy play <laughs> the earlier. Uh, the Jimmy play was it like F one two thousand six? Like was a video from five years ago on his channel. It looked right. pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't great with it. They 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 just weren't. Kind of like um, someone else not being great with a game at the moment. Hmm? Shall we get into this one? Yeah. So, last week, Cyberpunk 2077 was released. Yep. And um, a couple of days ago, in fact, yesterday it was, and I believe Xbox and Sony have started offering refunds on digital copies of the game but sony have taken the unprecedented step of removing it from the from their storefront at the moment until it is fixed and yes ladies and gentlemen cyberpunk um released with a lot of bugs and the review copies they gave out for console and showed sony were not the final product that they showed do i think it was too it was harsh from sony no I, I think it's it sets a precedent now, considering there's other tat on the Sony store that should never have been released in the first place. Like Little Adventure on the Prairie, perhaps. I'm sorry, it just it just it just makes me laugh. Uh for two for two reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one. Um and this isn't me defending cyberpunk. This is just me poking fun at Sony. I should, I should, le I should lean into that first. Um, okay. First of all, hey Sony, how'd that No Man's Sky thing go when you released it? Yep, that was that was buggy mess as well. Didn't pull that, did you? I think because it was still workable, but it wasn't that partially because the online as well. The online was bad. Yeah, I mean, but it was it was still a pretty broken game. Like yeah. it was still pretty much a buggy mess that also was missing a ton of features that were promised, over promised, and under delivered, and also got shown around. It was overly hyped, and also the review copy never didn't live up to the actual what that was released. Right? Yep. Am I wrong? Here? Watch no, you're not. <laughs> you're not wrong. Watchdog. You, you might be. What game was it? Uh, no Man's Sky. <laughs> it was No Man's Sky. 
I was talking about. We're, we're talking about how uh, Sony pulled the thing from the store. And my other point, yeah, which the is, elephant in the room we're talking about, Chris. My other point, which I which I think is uh, which is more of a joke than it is a point, is hey, how about that console exclusive Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven for Xbox? <laughs> digital at the moment <laughs> i mean let's be honest here right when we were discussing this um when they said it was ready to go and then there, there was delays till till december the big thing they were talking about was it was the consoles that was holding it up specifically the legacy consoles mm. now when they said okay we got it out december the 10th it's still broken on the legacy consoles so, I mean, to me, they never said that was going to happen after this date. They said they were working on it to get it there early for the December the 10th, and then they released it. Yep. Now, as, as they also was pointed out, when they showed it to Microsoft and they showed it to Sony, the thing they showed to them was not what consumers got. They, you know, reviewers weren't given console review copies. They were given PC ones, so it would be shown off at its best, not as it was. I mean, yeah, okay, it's not the first time a game's come out and it's been broken. Days Gone, for example. Watch Dogs. Assassin's Creed Unity, anyone? Literally Remember every Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Oh no! No 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 no! No Assassin's Creed Two was not broken. Sorry, literally any Assassin's Creed past three. <laughs> <laughs> Unity was terrible for it. Syndicate was not bad, but the faces that weren't there. Far Cry. Oh God! Like there was some pretty fucked up bugs in Far Cry. Oh look, I fell through the world. Fallout seventy six. Oh. I think I think Fallout seventy six was this is once again my personal opinion, but I think it was a worse steaming pile of shit mm -hmm. than than yeah. this was. I have a question for you both. I have a question for you both now that uh, Chris has come back in. Hello, Chris. Good morning. The question is this: Who's at fault here? Is it is it the consumer? The, the armored consumer that couldn't wait, that was being loud, sending death threats no matter what, and if you had a go at, P at, C at CD Projekt Red, you were the devil incarnate. Was it them? Is it, are they at fault? Is it the management and shareholders of CD Projekt Red at fault with here, or is it a bit of both? It's a bit of both. Uh, it's I had a segment that... Um... In the in the buggy release, mm. uh, you guys couldn't hear me because my mic was broken. But ba 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 and I would, and and Chris, you'd probably agree with me that Skyrim is probably one of, if the most influential game of the of the decade. 
Yeah. Yes, it is. Because I know you guys have played it um, on PC. Yeah. Is there many bugs on the PC version that you've played so far? I know you did the penis one. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have not run into anything game-breaking. I've run into... Glitch? Um, to the, the, you know, whip out dick out. Yeah, um, whip out dick out, which is, which is, which is great. So, so sometimes you just forgot to zip up your fly. Yeah. It's, it's, you're wearing, you're wearing those loose boxers and then you forgot to zip up your fly and you know, you're just walking and that thing's shimmying back and forth. It's going to find its way out. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, beyond, uh, whip out dick out. Uh, there's also um, the ever-flowing fountain, where if you have it in streamer mode, some people will just be constantly urinating. <laughs> yep. Like, from nothing. <laughs> yep. There's that um, one. I had a Dr. Disrespect cameo. <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> oh, damn. Um, there's um, plenty of animation glitches. Uh, I've I've had vehicles floating away. Yep. I've had, you know, I've fallen through walls. Let's not talk. Let's oh, the T posing. Oh yeah, the T posing is uh, kind of beautiful. Um, I, I one of my favorite ones is, is riding my motorcycle and seeing my character randomly standing on the, the end of it, T posing like that. <laughs> For of course dominance. <laughs> yep. 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 Um. So, yeah, it's, but as I was talking with Chris about this last night, is it buggy? Yes. How do, how do I justify it? Well, (coughs) number one, um, I haven't run into anything game breaking. And the fact that the game, like, pretty much quick saves every, like, two minutes, but also before you go into any major story beat, means if you run into a bug... You can usually back out and get to a different place and get out of it pretty quickly without losing next to any progress. The other thing, too, is this is my headcanon here. The game is called Cyberpunk. You have electronic hardware and software in your brain, in your eyes, in your body. If I see a visual glitch, somebody hacked my fucking cyberware. And I'm just seeing weird shit. Because... It works for me. Um, Hussein, and you've said it right, and I said it to Chris too. Cyberpunk is going to be a good game. And I can tell you why. Because the things that would make it a shit game is a bad story, bad writing, bad acting, and just just shit all the way through. And they don't have that. They have a (laughs) great story. Some of the side quests are gonna would be main quests in others in other games, and <clears throat> so they have everything to make a in a and they have a beautiful, intriguing world. They got to clean up a lot of the bugs. They got to clean. They got to make it better performance wise. So, and I think and let's not remember. There's another glitchy mess of a game that is widely considered to be one of the best games of all time, The Witcher Three. Roach, why are you on top of the castle wall? <laughs> I mean, there was some weird glitches we saw throughout that. Again, it wasn't game breaking. 
Yeah. And to be honest, and I think you can quote me on this. Didn't I say that cyber when when I when we had the first delay, that I'm like cyberpunk was going to be shit on console, that it shouldn't be on the legacy consoles. It should be on the newer stuff because that's what's holding it back. I've been saying yeah, that yep. for, for years. Like that's you've this- been saying that for years. I've been saying that it's gonna release. It's gonna be a buggy fucking mess because people keep haranguing them to get it out and. They're not, they don't have the time to sit down and actually work out all the kinks. Yeah. You know, gamers get angry at delay, send death threats. Company goes, fine, we'll fucking release the game. Releases game, mm-hmm. gamers get angry and send death threats. It's like, yep. Like, I, I think the population in the game, the physical, like, people walking around would have been higher as well mm-hmm. if they didn't have to push for... Uh, the previous generation of consoles. You know, there's a slider for that. You can you can turn down or up how many people are generated on screen at one time. I gotta look at these settings because I don't think these get adjusted anyway with your quality settings. No, it's in gameplay. Okay. It's a gameplay so that's setting. That's good to know. That's good to know. I'm gonna launch mine and I'm gonna open it up and I'm gonna I'm gonna the, do some things. I'm there's some great. I mean, there's some awesome settings that they have. They have like the fact that they can yeah. turn off all the DMCAable music, which is great. Which I didn't know about either. Yeah. I've just cool. been turning all the music off. Yep. I mean, yeah, some of the <laughs> they, music they had is to patch sucks. one out because it, because one in that list of songs turned out to be DMCA strikeable, so they had to sort that one out as well. So they went, oh, we goofed there. It seems to me, and this is one of the problems with Cyberpunk. Now it has come out, is they. And it's the one thing we used to talk about in retail. It's one thing we've talked about before. Is they've overpromised. It's the Peter Molyneux effect so far. They've overpromised, but they've underdelivered. Do, do we? Do we? Do we? Is it the Peter Molyneux effect, or do we? At this point, do we call it the Todd Howard effect? <clears throat> it's got to be Peter Molyneux. He started it all. I no, it's definitely the Peter Molyneux because, you know, we don't get angry with Todd when it happens. It's true. We don't get angry with... We're just, oh, Todd. <laughs> you oh, wonderful Todd. man. You son of a oh, bitch. You're at it again, Todd, aren't you? You silly Billy. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, here. I'm going to I'm gonna actually hit the, the screen. The, uh, the, the stream cyberpunk here. It's going to be a little bit less. But if you want to capture that on, uh, on something. Yep. Give me a sec. And put it up. Where are you? My copy is here, and I'm and in theory today, I will start installing it on the PS5 because the game, uh, one of the games I was waiting to play to finish, I'm on the last level of, in terms of single players to do. There's um, some co-op if I wanted to do those, which I've been asked to do, but mainly this is the ready to go. So. While we're here, while James is doing that, I'm going to do a live unwrapping of the game. (laughs) Mind you, everybody, this is Discord, and Discord gets weird when it's trying to be captured. So, there you go. There you go, Chris. All right. So, my crowd density has been on high. So, this is what high looks like. Yeah. And let's be honest here. Chris has a beefy enough machine to do this, as is mine. My 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 computer wants to run this on ultra ray tracing. 
That's what NVIDIA says. PCs that are in the range of like seven, eight years ago that were out are still able to run it quite nicely. Along with it, you know, along the lines of degeneration, you know, legacy consoles. And it's kind of like, hang on, that's. <laughs> it's just, there seems to be a lot of bullshit surrounding things with the game. I don't know whether they've come from CD Projekt Red themselves or people have hyped it up so much that when it has come out and stuff like this is there, you know, here, it, it's magnified there, because the game is so hyped. There is one group of people who we cannot blame. Ready? Yep. It is any of the developers, workers, and programmers who are not in management levels. The people yes, who we cannot blame them because they were doing their job. And be honest, there's an, they released a console patch that's also coming out there where they've like their bug list is something like five pages long. Yeah, that was released earlier today. To there was a hot it was released this morning. All that, right, so I just got to find a high bug real quick. So I'm opening mine now. Gonna, yeah, like right there, there would be good. Or you could fast travel to your to your house and then uh, just walk down the building. Because I tried to not watch this as much as possible. Uh, I'm not. I'm only driving around. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch my stream, you're not gonna learn shit. It's pretty good. All right. There's some. The other thing about this thing, game too is that there are some beautiful animations in this game. I was telling Chris, I was having. My character is having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody. M mind you, my character, because I was I had armor that looked, gave me the best stats. My character was wearing high heels, a corset bustier, a sequined jacket, and uh, hot pants with a fedora. weekend look. <laughs> with, a, with a fedora <laughs> and a samurai mask, as a la Ghost of Tsushima, like the yeah. mask you wear. And he's sitting there having this emotional conversation with his character. And um, what's, what's beautiful about it is, like, the character is, like, went through this huge emotional trauma. They're, ha they're smoking a cigarette. And you can see, like, they have their legs crossed. So the leg, like, the one leg is got its, you know, on the ground. The other leg crossed over. And there's just, like, this nervous energy twitch of the leg going back and forth. And it's not the, the leg that's planted on the ground. It's the one that's crossed over. Like, the foot is just slightly twitching back and forth. You can see, yeah. like, they're kind of, like, moving their hands in a way because they're, they just have this nervous tick energy. And I'm sitting there going, like, this is beautiful. Like, this is, this is you know, a, a, like, a human interaction. This is what people would do. And it just blows me away. And, you know, then you also have, you walk into the club and there's just a guy talking to a girl and T-posing going, like, what do you want, bitch? And you're like, well, you're fucking T-posing, dude. <laughs> Put your limbs back in order. I mean, so yeah, the one thing that um, is all you can say. Um, they, I remember seeing a bunch of screenshots and and commentary about how densely populated the place was going to be, but yep. like, I mean, we're we're in the heart of the city, and it looks fucking. It looks like COVID's there. Yeah, and people are actually taking it seriously rather than a bustle. Now. I know on legacy gen consoles they can potentially do actually no because that's not a legacy a legacy game is it no nope. 
Because I was going to I was going to jump to um, like a dragon. Because look how popular that is. Yeah. Okay. So here you can see, this is a decent amount of people. It's a decent amount, but it's not the waves and hordes of crowds that they were talking about before. Yeah. And and it's not the screenshots that they were putting out. No. Or the videos that they were putting out. I'm going to approach this <laughs> pile of garbage and see if it falls apart. Are you, you're being asked any mini games like Gwent in the arcade machine. No. To be honest, it okay, doesn't need it. There's, a, there's enough other crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a gun yesterday. Some people may know about this gun. Um, it's called Skippy. It's a legendary gun. And it talks to you. It has an AI. And it asked me when I picked it up. It's like, what do you want? Do you want super puppy pacifist mode or stone cold killer? And I took Excuse stone me. cold killer. And now this is one of the smart guns. And so it immediately went with the AI and was like, okay, I'm going to then it basically aimed and hit every head. So after 50 kills, the gun turned to me and went, so I just had, uh, I just hoped you kill 50 people. I'm switching the gun over to super pacifist mode and you can't change me back. And my guy went, why? He goes, because you just killed 50 people, you psychopath. Go find, talk to a therapist or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a gun, which is essentially locked in a pacifist mode. I, it, I can't kill anybody with it. I can knock people down. Now, there's certain quests where you need to incapacitate people. So I'm like, this sucks because this gun just, like, always headshot it. It was a 360 no-scope pistol. But now I have a gun that's super pacifist, and I can always not kill people with it. So I'm like, that's kind of sucks, but also kind of cool. But at the beginning, I realized, too, because remember, this game is about choice. Um, I realized, hey... I can now, I, I could have told it to go into puppy mode, super pacifist puppy mode at the beginning, and it probably would have shot 50 people and would have said, okay, I'm going to switch you over after 50 incapacitations to stone cold killer mode. And I didn't know that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Also, it sings Rihanna. So it definitely needs work, whether it's on console or PC. Still, I it does. I, I think it's. Mm -hmm. I think it's still very playable on PC. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. One thing I would love to see is I know that they gutted um, the uh, the parkour system, the free running system. Yeah, but like yeah. I would love, I would love to be able to have that. That would be wonderful to have because like if I could wall run to any degree. And just boop, 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 and then get up there. Would have been great. Would have been amazing. Um, they do have uh, augments later on that let you double jump. Ooh. Or hover. Or hover. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You can't have Because what I found both, out. Though. You can't have both. Okay. Good to know. Um, double. I probably end up going with double jump because the, I'm usually, you know, locked in for height. What I've loved is that momentum transfers so easily and so smoothly in most circumstances that you could actually just like straight up keep going. You could just go. 
you don't have to slow down it's very nice so would you say this this map is huge in terms of length and also verticality yes yes <clears throat> right so overall then cd project fucked up but it's fair if people want refunds on it yep however this shouldn't be the first time that people should have been able to get refunds like this to this scale it should have been with things like 76 and no man's sky and and remember i think cyberpunk themselves or cd project red came up themselves even before the console saying that like they'll be working to get anybody who wants a refund a refund for their game and then sony pulled it from the store offered refunds and then xbox did too so like they mm -hmm. they took ahead of it and if you listen to their latest shareholder call what they what they the exec said is like we are focusing 100% on now on making this product better. We are, it's like, we are not, it's like, if we need to give refunds, if we need to do that, that is perfectly fine. We will do that. But we need to focus on making Cyberpunk the game that we, we wanted it to be. And that's what we're going to do. So mm -hmm. they're basically like, they greenlit just running this thing on dev. Now, the problem is, is I feel bad for the people. <laughs> Who are now going to be working hours to get this game great, and it's going to be great. But they're starting during the holidays. They've already they're already releasing like a fourteen gig patch for this on consoles, and it's you know the holidays. They expect to have a patch in January and a patch in February, and then we also remember there's free LC coming out for this game too, because that's what they talked mm -hmm. about. Yeah, the crunch is just going to be massive for this again. And that was the one thing that people didn't want to see. Here's a, here's but, a, but so the, it, it's, it, once again, we're a damned if we do, damned if you don't kind, kind of culture. This, this game wasn't perfect. And now we're, we, we complain about it not being perfect. And so the CG Project Red goes, okay, we'll fix it. They're like, they're like, we're all like, we'll fix it faster. And we go, okay, that's going to cause us to make people crunch. And then we're gonna be like, oh, you're horrible because we're making you're making your people crunch. We're like, but, but, but you want the game fast? Yeah, we want game fast, but we we want it fat. Hire more people. It's a damn. It, it's a hey. There's one. <laughs> there's there you go. There's a glitch. I'm trying to get myself to. <laughs> So yeah, so in conclusion then, it's not been great for CD Projekt Red, and their reputation will take a hit with us. Yeah. I think... And whether we agree or not, rightfully so. Yeah, it should. It should. It absolutely should. And I think they're reaping what they're sowing, but I think we should all, we, all of us who, or the people who argued... The, this game should be out or sent death threats to take a long, good, hard look in the mirror, too, because you guys are as much of the problem as them releasing it early. I'm not saying oh, yeah. it's myself because I was a firm proponent of like this game could be delayed as long as it fucking wants. I don't care. We, we said on the show, good. didn't we? We said on the show, delay it until it is ready. Yep. Mm -hmm. I've said that from the beginning. Yep. I've said that 
up until the release date. At the release date, I said, this is not going to be a good setup. It's going to fall apart and people are going to be mad. Lo and behold, people were mad. Everyone was throwing their fists up in the air going, how dare you? And it's like, guys, do you have any idea about the scope and scale that you are expecting out of these people? Has it been in production a long ass time? Certainly. Sure. We know for a fact, though, that development time does not equate to a good game. And we know for a fact, time and time and time and time and time again, that trailers are designed to look pretty. That they are not representative of the gameplay. Even if they're in-engine, they are not representative of what the game will be. And this, this is an exact circumstance. This isn't new. This isn't fresh. This isn't a problem that has not been addressed or seen before. It happens every time the big ticket item comes out. It happened with Duke Nukem. Duke oh, Nukem had plenty of other problems. <laughs> it, it happened with Hello Games. Hello Games had plenty of other problems. Yep. It was a development push. It was pressure. And when you put too much pressure, when you put... It's okay to put some pressure. Keeping a keen eye, being like, all right, okay, when do you expect this to come out? We expect it to come out this year. Okay, all right. You ask again, near the time, when do you expect it to come out? And they go, well, it's not ready yet. We got to push it back. And you go, all right, what's it look like right now? Show us the exact gameplay, not trailer shit, gameplly. Yeah, and that's where the lie started happening. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we got trailers. We did not get gameplay. Yeah. Now we and got then, gameplay trailers, but and, yeah, and then we got we got gameplay on next gen, and we got gameplay on PC because we got a gameplay on PC first. And then it was like, mm -hmm. okay, can we sit on console? Uh, well, we we can we can we can play it on Figme. We can show you it on uh, on new consoles if you want. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, it's fine. What about the uh, what about legacy ones? Oh um. Oh look over there, a bunny! Look at the bunny! Look at the bunny! Look how cute the bunny is! The bunny's cute, isn't it? Look. Have you seen Keanu Reeves? Here's yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, apparently they can't hear us. Oh, they should be able to hear us. Yeah, no, there is no sound. That is strange, because my system says there is sound. Yep, we're outputting to sound. The wave mixer... here weird twitch being twitch folks love it because yeah my yeah. audio mixer shows us having sound Streamlabs obs shows us capturing sound but twitch does not mm. what if i did this we're not playing any copyrighted music anywhere are we nope no we're not 
So, um, yeah. Okay. Let's let's let us draw the line under the sand then. While uh, in the audio devices, while uh, technical difficulties are being sorted on live, live, and say, let us then move on to. Apparently, got to restart the stream. Thanks, ah. Obama. Brilliant. <laughs> Fuck Trump. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been so, having yeah. so many fucking technical difficulties lately. Like, uh, oh, uh, wait. Did, did uh, one of us say one of the naughty words that we couldn't say on Twitch anymore? Uh, uh, is that right? Did that, is that um, what happened? Uh, I don't see anywhere. I mean, I wouldn't know if we got a DMCA or not. Like, because no. Twitch doesn't tell no. us. No, no, you would be blocked. Otherwise, you wouldn't be a lot on nothing if it's a ban. Ban thing. So, if we just oh, no, I don't. I wouldn't think it would. It would be a bad thing because I don't think we've had enough. Like I don't. It's not like yeah. we consistently use copyrighted music or anything like that. It'd be. I think it would just be a silence of the one stream. Yeah, I, I think, think. I think it was a problem. At the moment, yeah. So here's the thing. I used the Twitch meet the audio player right then and there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if we got banned <clears throat> or muted because of using DMC able music, <clears throat> I was using the Twitch player. <laughs> I think what it'll be was uh, when that glitch happened and it put us to trying to reconnect, it glitched and it reconnected, and that's where the sound. Yeah, because Twitch, Twitch, yeah, Twitch does two different. There's your video stream and your audio stream is separate. Yeah. So it reconnected the video, but you didn't get any audio. Um, so those of you who want to hear all of that, I recorded it all. Um, gonna have to re-listen or watch to see what our final thoughts are on cyberpunk you can mm -hmm. do that by going to all of our other various websites Ding, mm -hmm. right but now ladies and gentlemen it's time for the game awards it's time for the whippies da, 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 da. i don't know why i just did the i love lucy theme but sure <laughs> well we've heard other ones do like heart to heart and stuff so you know Make up your own music here. But it is time for the 2020 Whippy Awards brought to you by us. Because we're not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> if people want to so, send, sponsor us, then yes. Now, we have four awards to give out. And then whatever like honorable that. mentions we want to talk about. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, four. We've got four. Yeah, four. So, first of all, let us do the best game you played, but not published this year award. Who wants to go first for this one? Hmm. I'm scrolling through my Steam library right now. I'll go first. Let okay. me just double. Let me just double check this. If it's true, if it if it's if I'm right, and sometimes I am. Yep, okay. My best game that I played that wasn't released this year was Disco Elysium. Nice. That game came out of left field and was both hilarious. It, it, it's it, it, it's hard to describe Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium feels like you're you are in a uh what is it called? 
it's it's, it's almost like a graphic novel you're in i almost want to say i'm trying to figure out the uh, the name of the director uh okay yeah, here he is uh this is one of his films uh it feels like you're in a wes anderson movie right it's just it's just its own thing and it's hard to explain the the comedy is both ridiculous but fits the ways you the fact that you can die by just trying to get your necktie first thing in the morning first like first like your character could just die <laughs> just trying to get his necktie off a ceiling fan yep that he's constantly having an internal monologue with himself and all of his like attributes it's yep. a wonderful game um i it it does and the fact that there's a final cut coming out that is more content and is fully voice acted. Mm -hmm. I I would dare say people that this is the time to grab it. Oh yeah, I, I would say that as well. That's one of the um, things like looking at it from the Game Awards with you know Jeff Keighley and friends. That's a highlight because it's like ooh, and I can highly recommend that as well, dude. Yeah. Um, I could also mention Death Stranding because I, mm -hmm. um, as a, as a, as a little side note, because, you know, Death Stranding, I played yeah. it on PC and, uh, I love that game, but yeah, Disco Elysium, that is mine. Okay. Um, for me, I have a hard choice in this one because it's going to be free, free games from back, back in day. That's a little bit further afield in. Two of them are like a revelation of stuff that I are hidden gems almost on Steam that I wouldn't have normally bought myself. So honorable mention will go to Axiom Verge. Uh, because as a Metroidvania game, that is really good. I really enjoyed playing that recently. It was great. Um yeah, the, the I mean, there is down, the downside for me was having to go backwards and forwards and get lost easily, but that's more on me than the game. The mechanics were solid, you know. Um, oh, and the other one, the other mention was part of the series of games called Anomaly. Hmm. Which you would think, okay, tower defense, not bad, but it's not. The ones I've played so far are tower offense, so you have to go after them. And some of the other bits like the mobile campaign, you've got Korea in there. They're, they're mobile based, mobile game based, but they work on PC. They work on Steam nicely. So rather than have to open up different menu bits, you just go onto the screen, click, click the icon, move it, boom, you're done. It feels really, really nice. The, the okay, the acting's dodgy as fucking couple <laughs> you know people every time they came onto the stream went is, is that sean bean that, no no it's not <laughs> it's badly active but no it's not sean bean um and again highly recommend it i want to anomaly 2 which is about the fourth one in the line of games at the moment so i can recommend them again sir but but keeping along the lines of tower defense my game not published this year of the year 
is Ancient Planet. A very simplistic, very short um, tower defense game where you have maybe what, what was it, three, four different weapon types, and you build them up and you defend against the invading force. Very nice. Very happy with that. So that's mine. What's yours, Chris? Well, I do have to say, my game of uh, best game not published this year. It's gonna have to harken back to ye old Mincrafton. Mm, Mincrafton. The Minecraft itself. <clears throat> Talk about a game that has been uh, just constantly improving over time. Um, yeah, I mean, there, what else there is there to say about Minecraft that hasn't already been said? Yeah, mods make it better. Mm-hmm. Mods make it different. I'll say that. I won't say it makes it better. It makes it different. Because at this point, a lot of the main game feels like the same caliber as some of the heavily modded versions. So it's a uh, it's quite impressive. Fair enough. So, uh, if that's us done with those, then we can move mm -hmm. on to the next award, uh, which would be best remake remaster. Now, in this one, I I can't remember anything. That came out this year that I played enough of that I can recommend to this one. So I'm going to sit out to this. Um, I, I I played a game that I can recommend on this one. Mm -hmm. It's called Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it did what it said on the tour in the tin. It was a remake. It was really good. Cloud was still an angsty bastard. Tifa and Aerith were still very. Tifa and Aerith. Barrett was exactly how I expected Barrett to be. Um, they just did a good job on that game. Um, I also like the fact that, um, I guess, spoilers, uh, that they're going kind of an alternate reality with the remake. Like, things are going in a different direction, uh, which I thought was cool. Also, Zack is in it, like, a lot. And, like, they brought they so like they bring in like kind of like the stuff from Advent Children. They're bringing they're bringing in things from all the other like Final Fantasy VII stuff that's been done over the years. Um, so yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake. Let's say it's a good and probably next year for me it's going to be Disco Elysium full the complete edition. <laughs> How about yourself, Chris? You got any? Well. There is uh, a couple options here. Mm -hmm. There's, um, well, there's, of course, Demon Souls. Yes. And uh, if it comes out in the next few days, System Shock. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe honorable mention going to Black Mesa, because that came out this year. 
Uh, I don't think Black Mesa came out this year. Black Mesa came out a while back. It was in, it was in beta for a while back. The yeah. definitive edition of Black Mesa came out this year. Yeah, its initial release was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I think it's like official, official Steam release was... Hey, official Steam release was March 6, 2020. So, technically, yeah. Yeah, but that's... It's just there by technicality. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> well, it's, it's the definitive edition, so it's like me saying that the uh, Disco Elysium definitive edition next year is going to be my... Mine, because it's the definitive edition of a game. Yeah, but once again, I don't know what they didn't change in Black Mesa. I think they're changing enough in the other one, in Disco Elysium, to, to cause it to be different. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was that one then. Um, shall we move on to best beta? Yep. Be yes, best early access, best beta of the year. Now my one. Should be a no-brainer, really, because I, I literally just had the bing moment uh, as we were talking about the other ones. And while some of the levels I absolutely hate and wind me up something chronic, the one for me has been the revelation, uh, which and also got at the Jeff Keighley and Friends Awards the best community support. And this is down to four guys. Because that had the beta before it came out or for release and it it won me over. It was one of those ones where I have played a shed ton of with people. And you know, the little colourful jelly beans made it bright, sparkly and fun. We just we just have to tweak the levels a bit so they're less needing of people because the only bad thing about about uh, four guys is people. <laughs> so how about you guys what you got um so my favorite early access beta title that i've played this year is cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> i'm 100% serious it's a great beta it's good early access i can't wait to see the final version of the game it's the truth i can agree with that it's, it is it is very much all of those things um, and yes hades does count Hades does count, and Hades is a close second to this. Uh, but I never played Hades in the early access. I only played it after its official release. Mm -hmm. And by the way, my, my favorite roguelike. But yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 is my favorite early access game. Because that's how I'm treating it. <laughs> and that's how it should be treated. Okay. <laughs> now, as for me, I am saying Noita. The roguelike, sandboxy, everything is physics emulated game. Okay. It's just a fun ride. You can go back to it. It's a great, it's a great play. It's a little adventure every time you go in. You play as a little fucking wizard. Little wizard man. That's it. Go have fun. Try to survive. Get to the end. Fight the things. 
So now it comes down to the big one then. It comes down to the the, the fourth game of the year. Now it has to be a game that we played, right? That's the big thing about this category. Yes. Yep. Must be a game we've played this year that's released this year. Okay. I have an answer. Okay. I guess I'll go first then. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> um, my game of the year is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Okay. Um, it, it, it is everything Yakuza with a, and this may be a little bit of a hot take, but I think, Will, you may also agree with it. <coughs> it's everything Yakuza with a very, in some cases, more likable protagonist than Kiryu. He, he does have the very nerdy touch to him. He, he, he is, he's, he's, a more relatable protagonist than Kiryu. Yeah. Um, it is unabashed in everything that it does. The fact that it blends you going and having serious Yakuza discussions and then having to go and pick up trash, pick up cans to earn money with Nanba. The fact that the mechanics build and never become irrelevant throughout the entire game. Like, even when you're the head of a multi-million dollar corporation making more money than you can ever think of, um, you can still run around and look underneath vending machines for money. Yep. And it's still, like, very viable in the game. Everything that it does is to the nines. It's wonderful. The drinking conversations are probably some of the most heartwarming interaction I've seen in a video game. Because, once again of how genuine the characters are in the game. And the story is amazing. The story is another Yaku it as uh as Yahtzee put it, it's it's the same story, you know, naive na you know, person who's part of the Yakuza goes off on a bunch of side shit, then eventually stumbles into uh men in suits trying to take over Japan and then stops them through Yakuza means. Um the voice acting was amazing in it, except for karaoke. <laughs> let's, let's be real. The karaoke was not good. Except for except for um, Namba singing Baka Matai. That was pretty awesome. The English guy nailed it. Everything else was kind of eh. Um, the voice acting was amazing. Um, George Takai put in a fucking performance. And... When they said George Takai is going to be in this game, we all thought, like, okay, he's going to be in it for, like, what, five lines, and then he's going to be gone? But he <laughs> is in it for a long fucking time, and it's great. Um, the minigames are freaking amazing. Some of the best minigames we've had in a Yakuza. Um, also, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a JRPG. And it's on a bat and it's unabashedly a JRPG. The fact that they justify it in game that it's a JRPG by like, whoa, did you guys see? You like Dragon Quest. Yeah. Like they talk about Dragon Quest Moko time. <laughs> by the way, like a dragon. Yeah. 
and it's a nod right there in the name. In the name. And and Will, you did you enjoy the hero versus dragon fight? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> do I have to fight it? Oh no, that's no, good. That's fine. Um. <laughs> also, there is a lot of shirts getting ripped off. That yeah, happens. Which is Yakuza. Which is Yakuza. I mean, if you if you like guys fighting shirtless, it's there. But just the fact that like they have the Suji decks, which is <laughs> both a ridiculous and very and, and very helpful thing to have. Crafting. They have dating in it. They have like you know guys who are just like you know, lubed up with oil who came out of a massage parlor and, like, attack you by, like, throwing you on their massage thing and hitting you with their lewd body. It, it, um, all things that happen. It is... It is well worth the price of admission. Um, I think the best... If I was to describe it in one word is the game has heart. The mm -hmm. game... The game doesn't shy away for what it wants to do. It goes into it full bore and you you're sitting there going through and like every yakuza game you come out of it thinking I really enjoyed my time with these characters and I can't wait to spend more time with these characters. And that's why I think yakuza there are multiple old d dancing naked men. Yep. There are there are men dressed as babies that you have to get formula for and then come to fight for US summons. Once again, I'm not that these are things in the game. I am not lying. There's Yeah, not making this shit up. There is only what and to be honest, the business sim could be its own game. The business management sim could be its own game. Now, Will, did you get to level one? rank one in the business management no i i got to about i think it's like late 30s in there i didn't go full bore on it onto it then you didn't get essence of orbital laser did you no but i know what that is and it is amazing um it is it is i once again it is it is my game of the year i loved every minute of it um I laughed. I didn't cry, but I, I got emotional in scenes. Um, I fell in love with the characters. I love Ichiban. Um, and one of the things that they say, and I won't I won't give any too many spoilers away, away but you can cl you can climb the Millennium Tower multiple times in it. It's kind of like the after game New Game Plus like raid tower. Mm -hmm. And at the end. You fight a character, or you fight a character <clears throat> who's been in every Yakuza game. It's not Kiryu, it's another character. And he is the character that unlocks when you 100% the game that you can fight that it's like the final, final boss. Um, and so you beat this guy, and he has a conversation with another character, very famous through the entire series, and he goes, so this is the guy you've chosen to take up your mantle? And he goes, no, I haven't. He's his own character. Nobody can take that away from him, and I'm excited to see what he'll do. And it's a wonderful little nod to the fact that Ichiban is Ichiban. And I love to see where this series goes. I hope they keep it as JRPGs. I thought the JRPG mechanics were fun. 
I did to a point, and here's why it's not quite my game of the year. The leveling up just felt a little bit off for me. And that's what helped ruin it because there was a couple of boss fights and you, you, you said it yourself when we had the conversation at the time, the difficulty spike. Where it was going along, going along quite nicely and then whoop, it's like, ooh. Some, you know, I was going along quite nicely, fights were quite balanced and then suddenly I was 16 levels below where I, as a minimum, needed to be. And then you had to start the grind. Uh, now there was there was an area that I found later on past this that helps make that much easier because there's a couple of fights in there that you can get close to half a million XP for the fight. Involves cavemen. Yeah. Yes, it does involve cavemen, but that that sort of that took the edge off of this being the game of the year for me as well. It's perfectly fine. It's my game of the year. And mainly that's also because, and I can tell you, to tell you, I didn't play the other major titles that like that came out on PlayStation that were widely considered to be game of the year as contenders. I didn't play those. And to be honest, I mean, one of them is the honorable mention, but yeah. So you were going to say, yeah, one of them I'm waiting to come to PC. The other one just, it was good, but it was like, okay. Just wasn't my cup of tea. My honorable mention, of course, is Football Manager 2021. The the mm-hmm. bestest mm-hmm. sport game there is. Um, and as I told Chris last night, uh, props to the Football Manager content creator called Zealand, who went through, created a database of over a million computer-generated AI faces, and then created a way for you to then import them all over all of the new gen characters that you get in the game so they no longer have potato faces they have real human faces wow and it can be an ongoing thing in your save so in my current football manager save i have regens who have real faces yeah now this didn't come out last year or else we would have a real face for pepe pepe hands Pepe, a man in form. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> props to him. And hopefully I'll be sharing with you guys in the new year Corby Town FC with crazy faces. Because that's nice. the plan. <laughs> I'm setting up this. I'm getting the save ready where I'm basically firing all the real players, buying all the regens, and I'm going to give them all faces. And then we're going to be like, okay. And um, yeah. Here. That's about it. That's all I got. Um that's all my honorable mention. You've got my 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 main one. I think you missed one though, uh, and um, an honorable mention uh, goes to Formula One twenty twenty. That is my surprising game of the year. The game that I didn't, I was, I was, I have two surprise honorable mentions, like games that surprised me with how much I enjoyed them. Yeah, uh, that is Formula One and a hundred percent orange juice. Yes. <laughs> like I did not expect to like that game as much as I did. I mean, we don't play it anymore, but it was what? Like four bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so uh my other honorable mention would go to The Last of Us Two. Yes, it's tense. Yes, there's atmosphere in it, yes. 
it just adds more to The Last of Us. And that's why it's just an honorable mention rather than a game of the year. Because I think we also talked about it where it was one of those games where you just get to the point where you just go, are you done? Are we finished? If you told the story, oh no, there's another like two hours worth here. Okay. So yeah. Yes. Now, they added a lot more at the end for something that, you know, you could sum up in one sentence of an eye for an eye makes every, you know, makes us both blind. Because that's essentially what it was. It was a revenge story. They just slightly tweaked the revenge for it. So my game of the year was not The Last of Us. It only just wasn't like Dragon. Mine was, I believe, what uh, Hussein said in the chat. It is Ghosts of Tsushima. Is my game of the year. And Atmospheric I'm, as hell. I'm and I'm a firm believer that if I had played Ghost of Tsushima, it would probably be my game of the year too. But I didn't. So. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's something you would enjoy the absolute hell out of. Uh, it's a. It drips atmosphere. The, the Kawasawa mode, if you was able to play during that, added to it. It's, you know, and I know people think, oh, that's a bit gimmicky, isn't it? It's there to add to the atmosphere of a samurai game, which was trying to be a movie. And I think if they wanted to convert it to a movie, it would succeed. Um, the fighting. Now, you don't have to do one style of fighting. And it helps make the choices in the game, even though essentially the story would go the same direction because there are some missions you have to do a certain way. However, if you, let's say, go up to a fort, because it was an open world game, you can go up to a fort, go up to one person and go, Oi, you, let's have at it. And you can have a fight that way. You know, it's a standoff. It's, it's, it's an honourable thing that samurais would do. Or you could go along the lines of a ninja, be more stealthy, go from behind, you know. And that helped differentiate it between quite a few games this year because that that style. Now, also, once you build up, you know, your abilities, you can actually take out more than one person in this fight, the timing. Again, it just adds to it. The story, the story is emotional as hell. Even some of the side quests get you, reel you in. And then there is the ending. Oof. Oof, that one hit right in the feels, that one did. And I believe that one did more so than the ending of Like a Dragon, even though Like a Dragon hit. <laughs> As I was probably too sick <laughs> at the time, James, when we were talking about it. It's like, oh, oof. If you can have a game like that, then that to me, especially this year, when we needed something, a distraction from the shit that's going on outside there. Yeah, that, that for me sums up a great game this year. And that's why Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year. And I, yours, I can't wait to play it on PC when it comes out. Yep. <laughs> Hell. Yeah. 
Excuse me. Well, I think we all know my honorable mention. Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. My honorable mention is Doom Eternal. In case anyone missed it, Doom. But Eternal. However, my game of the year. Kind of one that I'm sure no one really expected necessarily. But, uh... Dungeon Defenders Awakened. Wow. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. First and foremost, Dungeon Defenders has a wonderful formula. It's really fun to play. It is a blast. It's multiplayer. You can play it single player. There's puzzle elements. There's RPG elements. There's tower defense. It's a blast. The story is fun. But more importantly, it's the story of developers who love the game that they made, who overcame hardship and adversity in the field of game development, and have built something to be proud of. With Dungeon Defenders 2, Trendy Entertainment was doing things wrong. The developers were not having a good time working on the piece of art that they had built up for so long. So they stepped away. They walked out and turned their sights to the community. They launched a GoFundMe. Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> they launched a GoFundMe, a Kickstarter. They raised the money for it, and they bought the rights to the IP. And now, they're making the game that they want to make, the game that they love so much. They have overwhelming community support, and the game plays fucking amazingly. I put in 800 hours into Dungeon Defenders 1. It was a fucking blast. To put into perspective, I have almost 500 hours in Dark Souls 3. I put 800 into Dungeon Defenders 1. Wow. 875. I put 300 into Dungeon Defenders 2. Dungeon yeah, Defenders uh, Awakened is my game of the year. Nice. Okay then, so if that is the case, I don't think we, we need to do what we've been playing this week, do we? No. No. It's cyberpunk, really. <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> Like a dragon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, you know, little football point. manager. So, uh, any honourable shout-outs, that sort of thing? Do we have any this week? Um, chat, as usual, for being such great people being here. 
Uh, tough not. I think. I think that's it. We're gonna go raid crafty. Yeah. Hell yeah. So thank you very much, everybody, for being here today. We will be back after Crimbob for the last show of the year. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Krampus is nice to you, um, as he will be to us. Uh, pray for the pray for the cyberpunk devs. I Hopefully, they have a, a wonderful next year. We'll see you before the new year, and uh, good luck. And uh, Pepe Hands. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey. I forgot I have to mute you guys on other things now. <laughs> <laughs>